Hello, hello, hello. What's up, Victors? Thank you for listening to Victoriously Broken. We are your hosts, Invincible and Mrs. T. And this safe space was created for all who have been broken to share their testimonies, to encourage and uplift others. Today's episode is titled Fake It or Face It. (laughs) I am a firm believer that everyone has faced this demon and have thought that this world would be a better place if they were no longer here. I know I have battled with this thought myself, but it wasn't until I stopped faking it that I was able to heal. I had to stop faking the smile just to make people around me feel comfortable. Mm. No, I'm not okay. Mm. And I had to understand that it's okay for me Mm. not to be okay. There's no rule anywhere that said I have to be okay 24 seven. We do not have to put on a brave face or fake it for anybody. We don't have to fake the pump. The only person we are damaging when we do that is ourselves. Whoo! Yes. Because when you think about it, how do we know when something needs fixed? Mm. How do we know when something is broken, right? Let's take our cars, for example. Okay, okay. Now we hop in and out of our cars every day, no problem, expecting it to take us to point A, to point B, to right? point B, yep. But it's not until we get a warning light. Mm. The warning light says like check engine or, you know, your brakes or yep. you need your oil change. But yep. at the end of the day, we get a warning sign that says, hey, yesterday I was okay, but today I'm not. I'm feeling a little Ooh. ill today. So, Man. So what do we have to do when we get those warning signs? We have Man. to take it to the mechanic. Yeah, you come on. Listen, we gotta take come it to on. the mechanic, and the mechanic gotta check under the hood, check all <laughs> the check all the spots, so we can identify and figure out what is wrong. That's right. Okay. Then from there, that's how we're able to start our healing. Come Amen. On. And that's how yeah. we're able to face our demons. Okay, yeah. because when, when we fake it. That's how we get so deep down into our depression and our anxiety and everything. Because for some reason, we painted a portrait that going to talk to a therapist is considered weak. Mm. All we need is Jesus. Mm. And I am, I y'all know I love me, my Jesus. Now y'all know I love me, my God. Come on now, me too, me too. Mm -hmm. Believer. That God mm-hmm. created those therapists. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. But the trick mm-hmm. is, is you can't go to just any therapist. Right. You got to put in work just like you wouldn't yes. take your car to just any old mechanic. Exactly. You're going to do your research. Exactly. Amen, and you're going to find out what mechanic is best for your type of car. Cause if I, exactly. got, if I got a, if I got a Lamborghini, I'm not going to mm. take my Lamborghini to no Chevrolet dealer and saying, Hey, no. it. come on no. now. Come on. Mm-mm. Come Mm-mm. on now. I have Mm-mm. to put in work and find a, what a Lamborghini dealership, a mechanic that yes. specializes in a, my type of car. Exactly. Come on now. Exactly. Exactly. Whoo. 
Girl. Come on now. Girl. It's like fake it or face it. So who came up with that saying, fake it till you make it? According to the internet, um, on Google's, we found um, that that fake it, can you make it? That saying started a little before 1973. What was going on back then? Wait, right back then, right? So I'm like, who came up with that? And isn't that dangerous? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you think it was, it'd be dangerous to fake it till you make it? Because guess what? While you faking it, who says you ever going to make it? Come on now. Who you faking it for? Who, who you fake? Who, who you faking it for? Okay, for instance, right? For instance, okay. So, like, I'm tired and worn out mm-hmm. and just, like, exhausted. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing everything all day, every day, every day, all day, every day, every day, all day, every day, every day, right? But my boss, and I'm, I'm trying to go for this promotion, right? Mm-hmm. My boss called, said, oh, I need you to do something for me. Do you think you can do it? But I am what? Exhausted. Tired. Tired. And worn out. But yeah, I say, oh, absolutely. I can do it. What do you need? Mm. What do you need? Well, I need you to do X, Y, Z to the third, right? Mm-hmm. I go and do X, Y, Z to the third. And then I fall asleep behind the wheel. Mm-hmm. Doing X, Y, and Z to the third. Come on. Get into a car accident. I faked it on the phone with my boss so I won't, because I was more concerned by what my boss will think of me. Uh-huh. Saying, no, I cannot right now. Just got home, going to get some rest. I'm more concerned what my boss will think of me than I am with making sure my body gets the proper rest that it needs. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Did the thing get done for my boss anyway? No. No, because I got into that car accident. And so instead of faking it till I made it, I faked it. And then what? Never made it. Mm-hmm. And I also I feel like God has his way to make sure we rest, right? Mm-hmm. I know he did that for me. Ha <laughs> ha. You know, he, he'll do something really crazy. I think sometimes we don't see it to be like, you need to rest, sit down, relax. That's why when I, I be in a rush. Okay. A lot of times, especially when I get behind the wheel, I just, I hate driving. So when I get behind the wheel, it's it's for a mission. I want to hurry up, get there, get back home. Yep. Mm -hmm. And I don't do traffic. I can't stand traffic or when crazy things happen out in the road. And I, sometimes I'll think like, to help me soothe that I just be thinking like, okay, God is clearly blocking me from something, right? Mm-hmm. He's telling me, oh no, I need to relax. I need to wait because we take for granted mm-hmm. the fact that we make it to our point A, to our point B, back to our point A. We take that for granted every day that we walk out that door. Man, we don't realize a lot of times how that is uh, a blessing. That's God's grace every single day. Every single day. Rest is so important. And I got a scripture for that. And so let's turn to Matthew chapter 11, 
verses 28 through 30 says, now this is Jesus Christ speaking. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Hmm. So you need to rest. It's so important to rest, but not only to rest in the physical form, but you can always give back over to God in a spiritual form. Mm-hmm. Rest that way as well. So it's so important to rest. You cannot, you can't keep going and going and going and going and going. Listen, even God rested, right? He yeah. made earth in six days. And then what he do on the seventh day? He rested, baby. He said, I'm done. <laughs> he said, I'm done. It's time to rest. Okay, it's I need time to pick up rest. my feet and sit my lemonade under the shade. Listen, listen, <laughs> okay, okay. And so this whole notion of faking it till you make it and- uh, this oh, whole- I rest when I die. I sleep when I die. I hate that saying. Oh I my God. I you know it. what? I was guilty. I was guilty of saying that. I was so guilty for so many years saying that because you know me, girl. I'm a go, 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 go. Mm-hmm. Go, 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 go. And then when I don't go, I find some more to go and yeah. I get some more. You know? Come on, you sure do, so, baby. You sure do. And, so, <laughs> and then you already know, like, and then so what I had to, I battled with, right? And it started, had this ailment the sickness that I had to battle and it stopped me in my tracks mm-hmm. because if you don't sit yourself down God will what God's gonna sit you down like I said sit. earlier he's gonna Honey. sit you down listen he's like okay I tried to give y'all the chance sometimes he gotta come in and step in intervene like boom you know, because he gives us this thing called free will. And, and majority of the time, I can't stand that because I just like, God, can you just tell me? Just tell me. Just mm-hmm. just let me know. <laughs> you know what, too, on that? It's like, don't he tell us, though? It is his word, right? His word ain't changed. That's why we call the Bible the living word of God. Mm-hmm. Those words are fluid and we mm-hmm. can find them even now right and Mm -hmm. he does speak we don't always listen though oh that part that part we sure don't because i know i don't (laughs) i know i don't okay like it is it's you know and it's and then we get so caught up in faking it right yes it's so and what are the attributes to faking it so why do we care so much? We care about reputation. Yes. What people say about yes. us, what people think about us. Yes. Um, we work so hard for other people's validation. For other people's validation. On our existence, on the fact that we are doing whatever they will consider greatness, right? Not what Whoa. we consider great or what God considers great, but it's what they consider to be great. That's why we have these Ooh. award shows like the Oscars and the Grammys and all that other stuff, right? Yeah. Because we're working for other people's validation. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. On now. We're not wow. working and for- you know what? 
Mm-hmm. That is so toxic, right? Mm-hmm. Like faking it is toxic behavior. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you mean to tell me if I'm upset inside, right? I'm upset inside. I don't have the right to express how I feel. I have to constantly plaster on a smile, mm-hmm. nod my head, mm-hmm. and, and say everything is fine. Everything is great. Yes. Everything is awesome. Yes. You are not entitled to a bad day. No. And I can't have a bad day. Mm-mm. I can't have a bad day. And so many people go through that. And you know, I think it's easier for some than others. Um, and you know, and even maybe if you're talking about the male and female perspective as well, sometimes it's easier for women to express themselves maybe more than it is it is for men to express themselves. Like we are prone to, we're so in tune with our emotions, we don't mind shedding a tear or you know, readily expressing ourselves, right? Yeah, but that's because, I mean, you got to go all the way back. Men aren't expected to be showing their emotions or to, you know, shed the truth of how they are feeling. Mm. And if they do, they're not considered a man. They're considered weak and all the other bull crap that comes out. But it's so annoying because it's like, you know, it's like when they little boys, right? We like, oh, bust up, bust up. Yep. Stand up straight, bust up, bust uh-huh. up. Man, don't be shooting up here. You a man, you a man. Da, 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 da. No, he's a little boy. Yep. No, he needs to embrace how he feels. Yep. No, he needs to understand his emotions. He needs to understand why he is feeling the way he's feeling. Uh-huh. Well, you are raising somebody's boyfriend, somebody's husband. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm gonna need you to uh raise that young boy okay. in, in an emotionally a leveled man yes so he can be emotionally in tune with himself and so he won't be emotionally all over the place and but then because you have that way you like okay what if that young man feels bad what if he feels so horrible he felt like he done something so horrible so bad that he can't even speak on it and that everybody sees him as this great guy everybody sees him as this star figure in the community everybody Mm -hmm. sees him as this wondrously wonderful person giving him no room for error Mm -hmm. he feels like when he messes up when he skips a beat he has to hold that in Mm -hmm. he keeps going through years skipping a beat and messing up and skipping a beat and messing up and skipping a beat and messing up can you imagine just imagine let me give you hey victors i'm gonna give y'all a mental uh, just imagine this in your head a mental picture right put uh mess ups or mishaps or um weakness put weakness right on the second sheet of paper i want you to put strengths right mm-hmm. i want you to put every single thing on your on your strength side i want you to get like coasters or like pennies or something whatever that you have laying around. So on your strength side, I want you to put everything you feel like you're strong in. Put it on top of that piece of paper. Just a regular line piece of paper. Put it on top of that piece of paper. And then on your weakness side, every single time you messed up and you know what you did, rather it's a lie, rather it's uh, uh, being wrong to somebody, rather it's cheating, rather uh-huh. it's drugs, rather it's dr- whatever you've been doing. 
that you keep messing up. Rather you hurt somebody's feelings, however many times you messed up, I want you to keep piling on the pennies on that on that on that uh, on that piece of paper. Then I want you to pick up that piece of paper, your weakness side. I want mm-hmm. you to pick that piece of paper up, mm-hmm. and I want you to hold that piece of paper in the air, right? And then I want you to put that piece of paper on top of your strengths and the, with the your strength piece of paper with the pennies on it. Then I want you to hold them both up in the air. Now, this is a flimsy piece of paper. I want you to hold them both in the air. And then I want you to set those same pieces of paper, put just a tap, a little bit of water on it. And the water represents everybody's opinion of you. The water represents all the, all the, uh, rep, uh, the rumors and things about you and your reputation. That's what the water represents, right? So mind you, all those pennies are all your weaknesses and things on top of that paper. Everything you feel inside that nobody can see. But the water represents everybody else's feeling. Now I want you to, after you sprinkle that water on it, I want you to pick those pieces of paper up. And I want you to tell me what happens to those pieces of paper. Can you imagine in your mind what the weight of everybody else's thoughts, everybody else, everybody else is thinking that water and after it submerges with those pennies, and it goes down on that piece of paper mm-hmm. into that piece of paper. It rips apart. Mm-hmm. It broke apart and it fell right down the middle. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Down the middle. Where's your heart? It's in the middle of your body. It fell right down the middle. So that piece of paper is you. So now when everything fell through, when it got too big and too much and too bad for you, you could no longer handle all your strengths and all your weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Everybody's expectations of you mm-hmm. being what? You broke. Because that is the that is the visual presentation of faking it. Mm. Because you cannot be str- have all those strengths and harbor all those weaknesses harbor every single thing you've done wrong and put on yourself everybody else's expectations and what everybody else thinks of you and Mm. what everybody else needs you to do Mm. that you are so strong you're gonna hold that all by yourself yep and so that's what happens to us we break we fold trying to fake it but girl when we face it though. Mm, come on now. Or as my therapist say, when we sit with that, when, when she'd be like, how, how did that make you feel? And I'll tell her and she was like, okay, sit with that. Where's that pain? Where's that pain at? Is it in your chest? Is it in your back? Is it in your leg? Is it in your, sit with that, talk with that for a minute and listen to what your pain is telling you. Ooh, you mean to tell me your pain got words? Mm-hmm. You mean to tell me our pain talks to us? Mm-hmm. When we just sit down and sit with it, mm-hmm. as uncomfortable as that may be. And trust me, it's uncomfortable. <laughs> it's uncomfortable, but it's so worth it going through to the other side of that rainbow. It is not an easy road. It was never meant to be easy. There was no word in the Bible that said, hey, this is going to be an easy road. Listen. <laughs> hey, Amen. you're not going to to have difficulties. I got a scripture for that. Romans chapter five, verse three. And not only that, but we also glory in tribulations. Come on now, glory in tribulations? Mm. 
listen, Paul is the writer of Romans, okay? We also need to glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance. Woo! Okay. Say that and one more time. time. Say that listen, one more listen, time. listen. And knowing that tribulation produces perseverance. Come on, somebody. Come on now, come on. Let's move on to verse four, okay? And perseverance produces character. And, 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 okay, okay. And character produces hope. Come on, come on now. Now say, now, now say it all together. Say it all together. All right, all right, listen. And not only that, but we also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance. And perseverance, character. And character, hope. Now, come on, somebody. Listen, now, hope does not disappoint. Mm, that's verse five, huh? That's verse five. Now, hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Mm. Listen, when you face it, when you truly face it, you can take pride, you can take heart. Mm-hmm trial in that tribulation in that mess up you can take pride in that because guess what when you go through it because i heard somebody say this god will never ever ever bring you to something that he cannot take you through listen so just because that road ahead is bumpy just because that road ahead is curvy it's going up huh. the mountain how we gonna get there does not mean what Mm. does not mean he is going to walk away and leave you to face that rocky road by, by yourself. Because literally, it just said God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. All you gotta do is believe and anything you face, you can get through. Trust me, girl, listen. listen. And I don't know about y'all, but I want to I wanna see my land of milk and honey. Come on. All right. That's Moses, right? You see what Moses did? Moses did put in all that work and he still died without even seeing the promised land. Why? Because he didn't trust. He didn't God not. said hit that staff how many times? One or twice. One. And he hit it, he hit it what? Twice. Right. Because he didn't believe, he didn't trust God's instruction. Right. He was all and then he was only supposed to speak to the rock, right? Mm-hmm. To the rock. He struck it. Yep. Why he why you why you strike the rock? All you had to do is speak to the rock and the water would come out. But no, then, he was supposed to strike the rock once. He struck no, no, twice. No, no, no. He was supposed to speak to the rock. He's supposed to speak to the rock. I'm going to look it up. Let's look it up. Oh, shoot. Okay. I thought he was supposed to strike it once. Mm-mm. Numbers chapter 20. Chapter 20, verse 8. Take the rod, you and your brother Aaron. Gather the congregation together and speak to the rock before their eyes and it will yield its water. Thus you shall bring water for them out of the rock and give drink to the congregation and their animals. So Moses took the rod from before the Lord as he commanded him. And Moses and Aaron gathered the assembly together before the rock. And he said to them, hear now you rebels, must we bring water for you out of this rock? Then Moses lifted his hand and struck the rock twice with his rod. Mm. It came out abundantly and the congregation and their animals drank. 
Then the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, because you did not believe me to hollow me in the eyes of the children of Israel, therefore you shall not bring this assembly into the land which I have given them. Mm. So Moses was supposed to speak to the rock. Okay. In Jesus name, but because of his irritation, he allowed his irritation and his frustration with the people to cause his disobedience. Oh, wait a minute. You on to something right there, baby. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because of we allow our irritation of the world, because we allow the world, because we want the world's validation, mm. we could be missing out mm. on what God had planned for us. We could be missing out on our own milk and honey because we too busy sitting here worrying about everybody else's validation. Oh, girl. (laughs) So caught up in what they say and what they do that we miss out on what we need to do. Listen. I says and tell us to do. Listen. Because every single person has an assignment. You're here listening to us right now. Victors, you listening to Victorious Broken right now, Victors? You know why we on this show? It's because we are victoriously broken, okay? And we had an assignment. And we had an assignment, doggone it. That means each one of y'all who are listening got their your own assignment that God wants you to do. But if you so caught up, listen, with somebody else say, think, be about you, listen, honey. Listen, you know what this reminds me of? I was, I had a conversation about this the other day. So my bestie and her husband are building a house. They're getting a house built. And there is what is called a land surveyor. Okay. Who has to come out and, you know, survey land, all that stuff. And he was explaining to her how it's a dying field because no one wants to work anymore. And how all these classes, the trade schools and all that stuff they're starting to fall down they're starting to stop they're starting to quit offering these type of classes and everything like that because no one wants to work anymore everybody wants to get rich quick everybody wants to go viral now and it's like you know what that's so messed up because we're going to need land surveyors we're going to need plumbers and you know because I'm like wait a minute so when Beyonce's heat breaks who gonna <laughs> you know who gonna go fix that because we all too busy trying to be viral and doing what the next man did instead of doing our assignment listen and you, you can be a millionaire by being a plumber you can you can start now and be living right next door to Beyonce by being listen. a plumber because you didn't have you didn't start your own chain your own business your own Come everything on. Come on. Come on now. Come on. And you know what? Guess what? I got a scripture for that. Let's turn to 2 Thessalonians. Amen. Chapter 3, verse 10. Okay. And I am reading from the New King James Version. And that says, For even when we were with you, we commanded you this if anyone will not work, neither shall he eat. Wait a minute, baby. Say that again. Hold on. You Come know on. I gotta make you repeat that one. Just Come that on, verse, baby. You know I gotta make you repeat that. Second Thessalonians 
chapter three, verse 10. For even when we were with you, we commanded you this. If anyone will not work, neither shall he eat. Listen, honey. Listen. I mean, it's all in here. It's listen. And you know, this is this brings me to my next thing, right? Is Mm -hmm. we are not alone. No. And everything that we are feeling and everything that we are going through and everything that we've been through has already been done. This is already literally, this has already been done. You want to know why? Because you wrote a whole book about it. (laughs) Okay. This is nothing new here. This is a repeat, baby. It is a repeat. Okay. So there's no rhyme or reason to why nobody can't get it right. Because it's been written down and it's there for you whenever you need it and you know what just like you said there's nothing new this is a repeat guess what i got <laughs> scripture for that amen <laughs> let's start to ecclesiastes chapter one verse nine and ecclesiastes was partially written by king solomon all right uh-huh he was noted as one of the wisest god said that he's one of the wisest kings to ever live okay? uh-huh that which has been is what will be. That which is done is what will be done. And there is nothing new under the sun. Listen, listen, what will be new? Come on. Verse 10, is there anything of which it may be said? See, this is new. It has already been in ancient times before us. Listen. Listen, it don't get no clearer than that, okay? It don't, like, it don't, you didn't, look, you, you cheated, that's been done. That been, it's, it's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. <laughs> okay? You, you kill somebody, it's, 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 it's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. And that's been done. You, yeah, yeah, it's been done. Um, you curse somebody out. You hurt oh, somebody's feelings. It's, 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 it's in, in the Bible. It's you talk it. bad about somebody behind their back. Gossip? Oh, it's in there. That's in the Bible. That's been done. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure we can find a scripture for that. Okay. <laughs> Listen, okay. <laughs> you come to me with something with a problem that ain't in the Bible. That come ain't on. already been done and already come been on. dealt with. Okay. They laid uh, out the blueprint on how to get through it and what you should do. Girl, I mean, Solomon said it best right here. It has already been in ancient times before us. Yep. Everything. There's nothing new, right? And so when when we fake in the funk, being something that we're not, like, dude, we're not kidding nobody. We're only hurting ourselves. Yep. Like we're only hurting ourselves. We're dying inside when we fake it. And you have to think about a lot of times when people do that, they do that for their children. But really, you got to think about what am I teaching my children? You're only teaching your children to repeat the cycle. You're not teaching your children that it's okay to feel how they feel. Right. And that you're not teaching your children that it's okay to have bad days. Right. Right. So when your children, you don't want to see your children, you don't want your children to see you upset or have an argument or whatever. But that's not normal. That's not life. But what we should teach our children is 
how to deal with it that yes this is going to happen i'm okay and it's going right. to be okay i'm going right. to teach you that this is how we're going to get through it right it's by doing what sit with that pain yes. talk with that pain yes identify that pain yes name on that pain yes using and in my communications class that i've taken before on conflict the importance of using i statements i feel yes like i am hurt because i feel that you did a b c d exactly like it's so funny you said that because i just read this meme or not a meme but it was a tweet where this uh i guess this um actor he said you put an eye before that love you let me know let me know it's real and i agree with him yeah you put i love you put the eye before i love you you know what i'm saying like yeah take take responsibility for that oh and that remind that brings me to another point is oftentimes we don't put a name on that pain because we fail we are afraid to take responsibility for that listen girl that's a whole nother show right there baby girl (laughs) Taking responsibility for my responsibility. So it's like, okay, I faked it, but now I'm done faking it. I don't want to fake it no more. So what do I do now? Now you move to that next step. Identify what was that thing that made you fake it in the first place? Is it insecurity? What are you insecure about? Are you insecure about the way you look? Are you insecure? Mm -hmm how you're able to understand something. Are you insecure about you can't read as good as someone else? Mm -hmm. And you're insecure about that. Um, Are you insecure that you don't do math as good as someone else? You want to start your own business, but you can't understand the booking part, the accounting part of it. Mm -hmm. Insecurity. Are you insecure about um, stepping out on faith and going for that increase at your job because yes, I did put in this much work. Mm-hmm. Know that uh, I know that I heard and I'm the only person that looked like me at this job. So I'm not really sure. I don't have this. I'm not very confident that I will get the increase I'm looking for. No, if those are your insecurities, name it, write it down, right? And make it plain. What do we learn? Back to chapter two, verse two, honey. You got to write that vision down, honey. You got to inscribe it on the scrolls and it has to become real. Guess what? Because when you're just talking about it, when you're just thinking about it, it's not real yet, right? Mm -hmm. What is the one of the most important things we as humans and adults have? Our signature. Why is our signature so important? Mm. Because it's in black and white. And it is undeniable. Yep. You once you sign your signature, once you sign your name, it is undeniable. You can no longer deny that you understood that that existed. Yep. But once you write your vision down on paper, once you make it plain, once you write your insecurities down, once you write down what you feel, how you feel, and why you feel, you can no longer deny that that exists. It's down there and you have to face it. Listen, yes. So my victors, I ask you this. Are you going to keep damaging yourself by faking it and putting on that mask so everyone around you can feel comfortable? Or are you going to face it, figure out what needs to be fixed so you can then figure out how to fix it? 
because there is no shame in your pain. Your story is important. You are important. And we love to hear from you. Don't let your story go untold. Your life has value. And if you would like to share your testimony, please feel free to email us at victoriouslybroken at gmail.com. Because in the words of the great poet Abyss, this life isn't for me, it's for you. God gave me gray skies so yours can be blue. I truly hope you choose to face it and become victoriously broken like I know you are. Until next time, peace and blessings.